Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the best of The Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. I didn't think we'd begin tonight and spend as much time as we have on a fastball hitting a major league ball player where the sun doesn't shine. It's kind of a big deal. But this is where we're at. But we're all about uniting people. Mm. The common experience from us here in the studio to you (laughs) driving or sitting at home or readying for bed, whatever you're doing as you're listening to us, it's all about bringing that experience together and having that communal effect. That's what we hope to do each and every night as we get up on our soapboxes. Uh, during the Yankees' 5-2 win over the Twins tonight, a game with huge wildcard implications, and I know the Twins, oh my God, wildcard, yes. Uh, Chase Headley went 0-4, for 
but did score a run. How did he score a run going off of four? Well, he wound up on first base. How did he wind up on first base? He got hit by a pitch. Where did he get hit by a pitch? Right here. I don't even want to. Oh, yeah, no. I oh. was going to say, I don't oh, even want to no. say where I think this hit him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I was just dumbfounded because he kind of smiled at Girardi, but oh, well. I would think that as a DH, he's probably not wearing a cup. Well, he better be, or he'd be in the <laughs> hospital right now. I'll tell you that. I'm out. Yes, Network on the call, Michael Kay and Paul O'Neill. Chase Headley got hit right where you don't want to get hit if you're a guy. I mean, I I would say in baseball, but anytime you don't want to get hit there. I like your euphemisms. Yeah, you know, I try. you don't want to be hit, you know that sore spot. TJ, listen, I never want to upset Big Jim and the Twins. However, I do... But this is where Headley gets hit, and it's all over the internet. It's a huge yep. deal. But look at all the guys in the dugouts' faces. Yeah, it's, it, all. it doesn't look good. You get hit with a baseball there. It's they not felt good. his pain. Feels sick. But the fact that he was able to walk it off and mm-hmm. and kind of smile at Girardi as he, it's kind of weird. I'm smiling at Girardi. Hey, guess where I just got hit, Skip? Guess where I just got hit? Guess where I just got hit? He couldn't have gotten hit there. There's no way. It had to be a glancing blow, and watching the replay as many times as we've seen it, it may have been a glancing blow off of his male parts and then hit him in the groin. Not that getting hit in the groin is a big bargain, but here's the thing. As a guy who's been hit there a couple of times in my life, when you get hit there and you get hit directly, you know it, and there's no coming back from it. I I, I told you the story last hour. We were playing a dodgeball game once with tennis balls, and I got hit right in what Elmo has been talking about. And I almost threw up. I had to walk over to the side, and I'm sitting down. Saying, I'm, I can still feel it to this day. Direct shot, I got huh? Hit so hard, I thought I was going to puke. And there was no, there's no Showing way. Showing once again, your reflexes are not exactly no, the cat-like. Is, they threw it, and I tried to jump to the side, and it, like, curved in at me. Or you jump to uh, the left like your leg was broken. No, no I just said, said to the left. To the left? To the, no, I just I just thought I could, you know, turn to the side and not get hit, and it just hit me at the absolute wrong spot. And I said, whoa. And I was wearing, like, mesh shorts and stuff, so it wasn't like I was wearing jeans or anything. I was, I was like, oh. And I went and sat down, and I really thought I was going to puke. I really did. One time I hit with a baseball in you-know-where, in you know, a little bit higher, and I was okay. Because I'm like, okay, now it hurt. And, you know, I had a bruise on my groin for a while, but I got hit there, and I was okay. I, I, I turned out to be all right. Some testicular fortitude. Yeah, no, 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 a little bit higher. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I turned out to be okay. That doesn't hurt as much as getting hit lower. I just watched a guy on te- our, one of our televisions just get kicked there. He seemed to rally pretty nicely with a big punch to the that's, face. That's not real. It, when you see a guy get kicked there on TV, it's usually not real. Well, but it, they, it doesn't happen. But Unless they, he could have acted. But he could have acted as if he'd really been hurt. I'm sure he and acted. So he because, he rallied nicely. They're so acting, saying, I mean, Chase Headley could do that show. too. It's He's a, a stronger show. man. They don't really. He didn't fall down because of a guy, tennis ball. Says the guy who thinks he lives on Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> Tatooine. <laughs> no, it's listen. 
These sure. are these are actors. Yeah, it happens. When yeah, it, but normally when someone dies in a movie, they don't actually kill it. Well, in certain movies, certain that are on the dark web. Happens. Spoiler yes. alert! Sorry, on certain, the dark web, you're yeah. hanging out on the dark yeah. web. No, no, no. In, in, you know, in, in certain in snuff films, you know, they do it that way. Allegedly, but in most in in you know in movies, when an actor dies, they don't really die. They're okay. They don't I really. Hope they're all dead. They don't really. Wow. Alex Teichert is really going to hell. I was more talking about the guy getting kicked in the groin because normally okay, they, you no, would then they don't kick guys. Yes, in the but groin. normally you would then act it out as though you'd actually been kicked in the yeah, groin. Yeah, here punch- he just made a mean face and got up and he punched the guy upside the head. Okay, because he's acting. What? You don't think any of this is real, do you? Of course it is. But where was the realism? <laughs> That's his groin double. Right. But, it, but if you're telling me that nobody responds that way, why would they have him superhuman after getting kicked in the groin? Wouldn't he be falling over like you say he should be? No. He was like Chase Headley. And he got up and he walked to first base. And this guy punched someone else in the face. Like a man. In the face. In the face. No. I had a roommate. Freshman year in college. That I wanted to strangle because he would argue points with me like that. And I wanted to put his head through the wall. Because In he would, the face! Because he would argue with no logic. Oh, no, that was perfect logic. Like he, no, he would argue with things like, and I would say, I, can't, I wanted to scream. I can't talk to you All anymore. of America followed me in my line of thought no. right there. Add how about a fresca. No, Let Jason know exactly think, how wrong he is They here. think Harmon thinks movies are real. Did you ever dare to touch his drum set? <laughs> no, 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 never. Are no, we best friends? That. No, it's all right. You know the. You know the. Tim Robbins wasn't really in prison for thirty years in Shawshank Redemption. It was just a movie. Well, you he know? aged pretty well. All right, just let too you know soon, that. Jason. Too <laughs> soon. <laughs> We're right now celebrating it. Sandra, okay, we'll go back to the other Stephen King there's no, there's stuff. No, there's no clowns and sewers anywhere. Okay, just so you know. <laughs> you're you're absolutely no, wrong. You haven't been following the news there's then. No clowns there's clowns everywhere. Oh, listen, only in Culver City. Listen, there's no... I saw that meme saying, hey, look, there's healthy offensive linemen down here look, trying to ensnare Eli Manning earlier. There's also no women jogging in Colorado Springs and defecating in people's yards. It's not... Well, wait a minute. All right, well, that's true. But the other that one owned the internet not. earlier today, didn't it? I mean, really? It How about that? Erroneous. stops and erroneous and defecates of people. Well, we're all property? trying to figure out what the backstory between I, these families. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, how did do they you, kick her out of the neighborhood? Maybe strike her. Why has it got to be backstory? Uh, no, well, there's got to be reason. How do you turn into that person? I mean, how do you become someone? Right, you got to have some some anger, some hate, some vitriol. I want to jog and I want to poop. I mean, poop that's, that's that's tough, man. Where you go to get that? That's like a behind the music. That's like behind people, the poop. That's like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. People to kill it. He crosses his name that's off, right. and puts the lipstick on. They play the crying game song. No, that I don't know. I don't know where you come from for that. No, they're still looking for her, aren't they? They haven't found her, have they? There's like cam. There's there's surveillance footage of her jogging and then stopping. And but they haven't found her yet. Tell me, there's not a bunch of people out there with their popcorn tomorrow <laughs> across that neighborhood <laughs> waiting for a jogger. I was gonna sit here eating popcorn. Oh, there's somebody. How many people are gonna jog in that neighborhood tomorrow? That's just it. It's How many be people really are gonna crowded? Jog? There's gonna be hundreds of people going. Oh, that could be her. No, that. Oh, that. But now be, everybody oh, might be in her. support. You might have a bunch of people <laughs> dropping <laughs> their pants. I mean, that's the serial yelling. Pooper. I'm Spartacus. No, this, I'm the serial pooper. I am Spartacus. Now the serial pooper really has taken over the uh, you know 
outside of sports. That's the big story. It is story kind of today. a big. Well, it's still a jogger. And you know, look. So I mean, there, there's some jogging going on, and it's kind of sports. Is it jogging with the with the chairs? Is, is it a new thing? Are you going to call it that? I mean, we need a day where that's the top story. You know, once in a while, we need a couple of days. All right, give me give me that for a little while. We want to know a little bit of levity. Yeah, you, we need that. We need we need. Not the, that we need a lot of people now emulating. No, the activity. no, no, no. I'm not saying go out and do it. I'm just saying that to follow that kind of story. Tyshirt, really, he's going to be in all our manager's office tomorrow going, so you like playing those funny sound effects, do you? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today I'm so glad the Kevin Durant story made it to its second day. Because yesterday with all the NFL, all the kinds of crazy stuff going on, we had Monday Night Football and then McAdoo throwing Eli Manning under the bus and all of this stuff happening. I called a timeout for him here in the Geico Studios. We needed another day for Kevin Durant, and now we got it because a day ago it was revealed because he wasn't careful enough on social media to log out of his fake accounts and into his real account that Kevin Durant has created fake avatars and fake accounts on social media to engage with fans mainly to prop himself up when other fans are arguing with him. So a fan writes that says, oh, you know, KD is this, he's that, and then some anonymous Twitter follower says, oh, come on, Kevin was great, and Kevin always liked to do this. I don't know how well he got along with with Billy Donovan and all these kinds of things, and then because Kevin Durant forgot to log out of his real account and get into a fake one, he started tweeting from his third person, and everybody realized, oh, Kevin Durant is tweeting from fake accounts to prop himself up on social media. Today, he addressed it. And while he didn't apologize for creating the avatars, he did apologize because he mentioned Billy Donovan and, and Oklahoma City and what he felt was a negative connotation. That's what he's sorry for. I use Twitter to engage with the fans, but I happen to take it a little too far. And that's what happens sometimes when I get into these basketball debates. And I don't regret clapping back at anybody or talking to my fans on Twitter. I do regret using my former coach's name and that former organization that I played for that was childish. Dude, you do- it's fine to engage with fans, but you created separate identities just to prop yourself up because people were tweeting things that you didn't like. What have I said about this guy from the beginning? Kevin Durant, from the beginning, Kevin Durant is mentally fragile. He is too fragile to be the superstar he should be in the NBA. He's a guy that needs everything to go right, and when things get too tough, no, 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 he's not down with that. He he couldn't stand when someone wrote a bad headline on him in in Oklahoma City, and it became a big thing. Oh, you know, I do a lot of great things, and and they did a headline on me that said, uh, Mr. Undependable. I knew right then he's got rabbit ears. And every time someone takes him on on social media, says something, he is always the first guy. He's the first guy to respond. He's the first guy to respond. If someone says something critical in the media, he is too mentally fragile. He can't put his head down and just go to work. This is why he signed with the Warriors. Things got too tough for him in Oklahoma City because he and Russell Westbrook got to the finals once but weren't sniffing it again because the teams weren't good enough. And suddenly, Kevin Durant's legacy is the whispers are, hey, KD uh, may not be that great. You know, boy, look, Russell Westbrook's kind of taken over in Oklahoma City. And, you know, know, Kevin Durant disappears for long stretches of times during games. And I don't know about that. So what did Kevin Durant do? Screw it. I'm going to go to Golden State because it's easy. Because I'm going to go there and win championships because I can't go do it myself. 
I don't want to go someplace else because and, and, I can't take that kind of criticism, so let me go where it's easy. And joining the best team talent-wise in the league was an easy choice. Of course he's going to go there because he doesn't want anything to be difficult or where he's put in a position of really having to get out there. He's mentally fragile, and that's why he's with Golden well, State. Well, as you put it out there, let's hear some more from Mr. Unreliable. No, he, he's he's got we, – we've heard the the best of what he – what he had to say certainly it was an interesting talk right and and owning up saying i clap back at at fans just use your own account i mean so many guys in all sports at this point are engaging in, in that way time and time again how many leave me alone about fantasy did you see this <laughs> week from different players like garrett blunt golden tate after last night's game was very cordial in responding to people's derision but answering nonetheless so here's the the opportunity and and kevin durant i mean he just released the sneakers Mm -hmm. that have all the stats and everything to make sure everybody knows exactly how this all played out rabbit ears are up and we know the guys always hear right the guys that protest i don't hear what people say and noise and everything else are the ones who have every one of their consultants their teams their entourage their families feeding them every line of negativity that's written or put on the internet. For Kevin Durant, I like the fact that he that he owns it. Yeah, I go back at people. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> and he should have left it at that. But you know, no, but here's no no, here's where he should. Social media is not for everyone. And I I will I I feel like we have to say this to many people. Social media is not for everyone. Twitter is like the Wild West. Go on Reddit, it's like walking into an an acid trip, Alice in Wonderland type deal. You're going through the rabbit hole, and here's the Mad Hatter, and I'm having tea. Hey, and it's a kid's there's, movie. What are you talking there's about? There's Kyle McLaughlin in the Black Lodge, and I don't understand what's happening. That's what social media is. You have to be tough to be on social media, and he's not tough. Stay off it. There's no rule that says you have to look at your ads and engage with people on social media. You don't have to do it. Certain jobs, yes, it's not a requirement, but it's strongly advised. Our job, what we do, social media, is a very big deal to get people knowing what we're doing on a nightly basis and listening to the show, listening to best parts of the show. Here's something's going on. You want to engage with us. We need to do that because that's part of what we do. If Kevin Durant never tweeted, nobody would give a crap. He's an idiot. He doesn't have to be on Twitter. No athlete needs to be on Twitter. He's not going to get any more money because he's on Twitter. Oh, well, he's on Twitter. Oh, let's give him an extra 15 Well, you might have a, a sponsored tweet. No, you could, you might but, be able to show for some product. You could, but you don't have to. It's too soon, bro. He, he doesn't have to do it. Athletes don't re- – it's not a requirement. It's not anywhere in your contract does it say, must be active on social media, must tweet at least five times a day. You don't have to do it. It's not a, but people feel that. So I, I got to engage with every. No, you don't. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If and that's what he should do. If you, if you don't like what people say about you, just ignore it, man. Have a thicker skin. But there's so many people I know. Whenever I see somebody complain about what's being said about them on social media or something with social media, I go, you know what? Stay away from it. You're not tough enough. And we know Kevin Durant's not tough enough. Stay away. Don't worry about it. But he had to. He goes to the level of creating new accounts just so he can say, "Hey, I do all these great things." What now let's, what no, let's be honest. Hey, he's not alone in that. I, what we if I were to tell you guys he's the fake Woj? Oh, or a Dong Schefter? A <laughs> <laughs> Darn Schefter, or maybe he's one of the Ian Rappaport. Maybe he was oh, the guy spreading the news about the rap. fight. 
Oh, that, maybe it wow. was all from the evil mind could of Kevin be Durant. Katie? It could be Katie. Oh, I didn't think about he that. He logged into his third account, which uh, was the fake Ian Rappaport at halftime oh. of last night's game. Wait, what if Katie is actually LeBron James? Think about that. What if Finkel is Einhorn? <laughs> and Einhorn is LeBron Finkel. James. Finkel's a man. I'm surprised LeBron James hasn't chimed in on this yet. Who, me? He seems to need some attention. KD. Almost every day for the past week. I got something to say. Yeah, what? Hey, Cleveland. Hey, the Indians won. Look at me. Look at me. The Indians won. KD, stay off social media, man. You're not tough enough. You're mentally fragile. It's why you're at Golden State. We all know it. So just you would make everybody's lives easier, starting with your own, if you stayed off of social media. It's too soon, bro. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Time now for our week two takeaways. In the National Football League, things we saw after week two that we are very excited to talk about. And things that are falling apart. Yes. I mean, there's lots going on. Your microphone almost just fell apart right there. It's broke. The power of my voice. Are you, that's yes, or your breath, either one. Folks are rising for another day. The power <laughs> of my voice. We've had this discussion. <laughs> Makes knees weak. Week two takeaways brought to you by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. First, the Browns are 0 2, but they're not a bad 0 2. The Browns are actually pretty decent. They lost week one. Deshaun Kaiser making his first start. He was okay. Missed a lot of the second week against the Ravens with a migraine. Although, I don't know. He came back fast from that migraine. But you know what? Hey, they got special stuff in those NFL locker rooms that help you bounce back from migraine pretty fast. Baltimore, we said it after week one. They may have the best defense in the league. It's okay to look bad or not to put points on the board against the Ravens defense. But this Browns team has something. This is not going to be a Browns team. They're going to sit at 2-14. and They'll go five and seven in the next twelve weeks. They'll be a near five hundred team. They finally have what they need. Deshaun Kaiser has a lot of guts. He throws the ball downfield fearlessly. If they could find a way to get Kevin Hogan in the lineup more somehow, because he comes in and feel like you get that instant jolt of offense. This is not Cleveland sucks. This is hey Cleveland is zero and two, but teams have different zero and twos. There's the Jets zero and two, and then there's Cleveland's zero and two, where clearly the arrow's pointing up. No, when you look at Kaiser, he immediately came back from the migraine because, well, Hogan came in and looked as good as he did. <laughs> Wait, he's coming to take my job. No, they I'm do right, lose, I'm right. I'm they okay. lose Coleman I'm okay. to, a, to a hand injury. He had to have surgery, so they lose one of their deep threats, which means Mr. Higgins will be talking about him in about 15 minutes from now uh, as we go through. Uh, I would say that the 49ers are going to give your Jets a run for their money. Yeah, that is once, for certain. Because once Brian Hoyer gets hurt, that's going to be that's going to be difficult. CJ Beathard times right there. Yeah. The Panthers are 2 and 0, but this is an emperor has no clothes on 2 and 0. No clothes. They just do not look good. Cam still doesn't look right. He you know, he's not he's not the same Cam Newton. Either they're really holding him back and they have told him do not run, do not do the things that you used to do. We got to keep you healthy or he's still not healthy and as a result is not playing Cam Newton football. But he looks like a guy dressed up as Cam Newton. Watching a play, you can tell he's just not the same. And the Panthers are 2-0, but look, they're not very good. 
and the defense is playing okay, but they're struggling to put points on the board. They're struggling to put drives together down the field. Christian McCaffrey is struggling through the first two games. I thought he'd make a big jump in the second game. I was excited to see him week two, but this is just not a good team. And I'm sorry, Cam Newton is just not Cam Newton right now. Can't run the football, and you don't have an explosive playmaker downfield. Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin has not been the same since he got hurt beginning of last year. You look at now the loss of Greg Olson, who had been your safety valve, who'd been invisible for two weeks as well uh, prior to getting injured in this past weekend's game. Not able to run the ball. That means no Cam Newton time to go to the play action. Funches hasn't emerged. Those guys that you kept waiting for as number two options. I mean, Samuel, two catches for seven yards. Supposed to be your big play threat. Got to be a jailbreak kind of option. You don't have it. They're going to have to keep playing defense and hope Graham Gano's leg uh, goes towards that super toe effect where we're kicking 50 yarders and you're winning 9-6, 9-3 week after week. Two teams that may have gotten mediocre overnight. And I know it's easy to say both these teams start slow. They all finish great. And we've seen this for a couple of years. But Green Bay and Seattle may have gotten mediocre overnight. I don't know how you fix the offensive line issue Seattle has. They were a tiny bit better week two. But when you can't score a touchdown, barely score one at home against the 49ers, you got problems. You have absolute problems. Eddie Lacy was deactivated. Russell Wilson's running around, and now it's not these designed runs and and escaping the play and extending it. He's running for his life. I don't like what I've seen out of Green Bay. They can't run the football. This Aaron Rodgers is talking about, oh, for a tiebreaker down the line, losing to Atlanta is a big deal. I, I These teams have bigger concerns than it looks. It's not just going to be, oh, don't worry, by the time we get to week six, week seven, it'll be fine like always is. They may have gotten mediocre overnight. I'll tell you what, for Seattle, though, they at least have the benefit of playing in a division where everybody's going to be looking up at them and chasing them the entire way. So they get healthy. And oh, get they, they, they could be four and four and in first place. No, but that's the point is the second half, any little tweak that makes them that much better. I mean, they're, they're a playoff team. And now it becomes, mm-hmm. how do you figure out from there? I mean, Carson ran the ball well this week. He'll be the popular play for popular people on the waiver wire. And you look at that defense is going to keep you in every game. Green Bay, on the other hand, Jordy Nelson misses any significant time. You're in trouble. There goes one of your great possession receivers as mm-hmm. well as your best red zone threat. Montgomery ran the ball well in spurts, but their offensive line for pass blocking purposes is terrible. Atlanta was over on Aaron Rodgers all night long, and defensively, they're slow and they're out of sorts. TJ, Montgomery burns the Packers once again. Oh, boy. TJ. Uh, And this may be the most eye-opening development of Week 2. The DeMarco Murray era in Tennessee may be over. Not productive week one, not productive week two, and he had a nice seat on the sidelines while Derrick Henry came in and was the male-carrying running back. And I mean M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. We've been talking a lot about Chase Headley earlier this hour. Uh, and it may be over. I mean, th- Look, this is why they got Derrick Henry. And, you know, they wanted him to come in and be the guy. And it's taken him a year. It could be on the Mark Ingram program of, oh, just takes a guy a little bit of time, hopefully less than Mark Ingram. But I don't think they have any more patience for DeMarco Murray because clearly it was at an end middle last week when he was standing on the sidelines for most of the second half. This may wind up being the Derrick Henry show now. Yeah, I think part of this was once you started running downhill and running away from the Jaguars, you went with your fresher, younger running back. So 
I, I would say part of it as they broke the game open in the third quarter may be conservation, knowing you're going to need both of these guys if you're going to be working towards the playoffs. But certainly right now, it would seem that they're more explosive with Henry in the backfield. So going forward, if you're faced with that roster decision, got to tie it back to where people live in the fantasy realm. Uh, Nobody more nervous go. right now staring up at the ceiling every night than DeMarco Murray fantasy owners going, oh, my God, I took this guy's. <laughs> Well, I, I would I, just hope that you handcuff hand him. Yeah, if you didn't handcuff him, him, then you're screwed because <laughs> that, that workload's going to sit at that 8 to 12 carry a game range, but you may not be getting the glory touches. That may be the Derrick Henry world going forward. You just said glory touches. I did. So there you go, our week two takeaways. The Browns are not a bad 0-2. The Panthers are a bad 2-0. The DeMarco Murray era in Tennessee may be over, and Seattle and Green Bay may have gotten mediocre overnight be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show weeknights at 11 p.m eastern 8 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app andrew luck rg3 connected together again just like they were when they went one two overall in the nfl draft andrew luck has officially been ruled out for week three by the colts and at this point what did we say last week tank andrew luck is a guy you can turn into a lot of chips. You're not going to win this year. Your roster is terrible. Andrew Luck's not going to suddenly come back and be the savior because he's not that good. There are many teams that would take him and think, we can get a franchise quarterback who's 28 years old and have a good one for the next five or six years, and they will be able to pony up for you and say, listen, give us – We'll give you whatever you want. You want a first rounder and a second rounder, a first, second, and a third? You will get a ton because people still think he's elite. He's not, but people still think he is. You stink, you tank, you get a top two, three pick, you'll get a great quarterback, whether it's Rosen, whether it's Carson Palmer, and whether it's Sam Darnold, not Carson Palmer, whether it's it's not Josh Allen, who's falling now, but it may be Baker Mayfield, it may be somebody else. You know, there's a lot of guys having big, big years. So you'll get that quarterback, and you'll be able to restart your franchise because you are an abysmal team right now. And if I thought Andrew Luck was great, I would say, you know what, no, you keep him and you just suck it up this year. But he's he's been hurt now a couple of times, and you get out from under his salary, and you can start over because this team is bereft of talent. Well, that's the thing is that you get to start over, and you, you look at what Ballard in, inherited uh, and after the Grigson debacle in terms of building this squad, you got two or three pieces out of your starting 22 that have value to you at all. One of those is your center who's always hurt. So, you know, you're looking at having to rebuild. Why not do that with a quarterback that's on a rookie deal as opposed to 25 to $28 million sucked up out of your salary cap to where you can't bring in free agents yet you have to keep working in the draft and while you may hit a number of times by the time you've built a, a, enough of a team Andrew Luck's done here's Chuck Pagano Colts head coach on the situation with Luck right now Andrew will be out again uh, this week you're going to ask me about practice I don't I don't know about practice you know right now I guess when doctors clear him to practice and he puts a red jersey on and you guys see him out there I see him at the same time, then we'll know he's, he's ready to go and start practicing. Tank, sit him out, trade him for something, keep him an asset, do it in the offseason. 
I like the plausible deniability thing Chuck yeah. Pagano's got going on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't haven't know. seen him I'm throw ju- anything. I'm just the head coach. I don't know yeah. if his yeah. rotator <laughs> cuff is even intact. He's, For all he's, I know, it's been surgically removed. He's. I'm. Look, I'm just the head coach. What do you want me? I mean, I'm just the head coach. I, I don't, don't evaluate. The, you know, the trainers say he's still not available. <laughs> I don't ask any questions beyond that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Robert Griffin III, who went number two overall behind Andrew Luck in the NFL draft, making headlines again today. The guy's not in the league, but Santana Moss, former Redskins wide receiver who retired three years ago but played with RG3 in Washington, went on a radio show today, 106.7 The Fan, and talked about how RG3 celebrated when Mike Shanahan was fired as Redskins head coach, something that didn't sit well with Santana Moss and company. 2014 comes and you got Jay Gruden comes in and he don't care. He rips RG every chance he gets, every meeting, and we sitting there looking like, yeah, you know what, you were just so happy that Mike and Caldum is gone, but now you're getting your behind ripped every day because you're not playing the kind of football that we need to play for us to be successful. So, you know, it comes back and bites you in your behind because now you see this guy is at home. So... Santana Moss says we didn't like that when you're celebrating and now here Jay Gruden shows up and doesn't care who you are and things got difficult. RG3 was very upset, put out a big tweet storm following Santana Moss's appearance on the radio saying, that's a lie. Uh, I, I, I always stood up for you, Santana. I thought we were brothers, but your attacks on me are lies. Here's the thing. This Redskins RG3 era, ESPN needs to stop what they're doing entirely and go do a 30 for 30 on the RG3 era in Washington because this thing is now so far in our rearview mirror. It's three years have gone by. RG3 is never even getting back in the NFL. He sat on the sideline. He was let go. He went to the Browns. He got hurt. He's not been signed. And still, people like RG3 and Santana Moss, and other, they harp on this era in Washington like it was four years of a president presidency. It's amazing how they still have all these horrible feelings and all these sordid secrets and Shanahan hated RG3 and RG3 hated Shanahan and everybody hated RG3 because the guy was a jerk. I need a 30 for 30 on this because it'll be the best 30 for 30 ever because it'll be about these three years. No one's holding back their feelings. They'd get everybody in on this one. Oh, we got Santana. We got Shanahan. We got RG3. It'll be the best forget, the best 30 for 30, the best sports documentary you've ever seen. Forget it. This will blow it away because guys are so pissed and they still have such incredible feelings over an era that ended three years ago that they can't help but still talk about it on radio appearances. Big first year, a statue at Baylor, all of these things. The hype machine, the drafting of Kirk Cousins in the same draft, the head scratcher, right? Talked about leverage, talked about having two guys that you liked and and could work work through as the time went on. But what's interesting in all this, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of blame being put around. RG3, I was surprised that it wasn't just a video response. You know, just saying, hey, because once you go into the tweet barrage, the possibility that people get lost in the tweets, right? Because they're going to have a couple hundred between each entry of your barrage if they're following enough people that it's they're not necessarily going to piece it all together for you again. The, the, but the thing that amazes me is Daniel Snyder's not in the middle of this at all. No. He's, he's off on the side. 
This doesn't even involve him. This, it, I mean it. That's it, how bad it is that the owner that everybody hates and, everybody. and has something bad to say about, he's not even involved in this. He's levels removed. And still everybody obsesses over this. It's so, I mean it. It's real. It needs something. That three years is, is I need I need a two-hour one on it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 